Ladies and gentlemen, good evening and welcome to another edition of PZP85 Plays for the, what, the first time in what feels like a long time. I am your Game Master Double H and we are back uh, in the land of the Savage Worlds, in the, the Deadlands. We're back uh, into the, our game, The Horror, at Headstone Hill. Um, again, for the first time in some time, so thank you guys for coming back and, and joining us. Uh, if you have missed the previous episodes, don't worry, you don't have much to catch up on. Uh, we did a session zero for this game several... Uh, weeks ago and our first official session was just a couple of them so you can go back and catch those at podzilla1985.com uh, at your leisure before we get too much further let's quickly introduce the cast for our show for tonight and i'm going to pull up their character names because it's been a while since i've looked at them so going down the list that i have in front of me playing cicely oliver is Lindsay wolfgong no, that's not my character's name. Cicely Oliver. Oh, shit. What the Where fuck? Where the fuck did I get that? Fern <laughs> Hawthorne is my character's name. Whoa. Okay, so I'm looking at what the, one of the pre-gen characters, and I have no idea why I have your name beside it. Yeah. <laughs> what was that name again? Yeah. Cicely Oliver. Cicely Oliver. Cicely Oliver. So, a brief aside, there I are feel pre-gen like characters. Yeah. I think they need to show <laughs> up legally now. There, there are preaching characters that are set up for this, and uh, the the names just happen to line up weirdly. So, uh, let's try that again. Playing Fern Hawthorne is Lindsay Wolfgang. Yes, and if you hear me yelp in pain, it's because I'm cutting apart a coloring book at the moment. It's because Cicely got her. Um, <laughs> playing playing uh, Thatcher Kane is our good friend Kaz. I'm a cowboy, not Chaz. And not Chaz, that's right. No, it's not him. Chaz is not here playing, to talk uh, economy. <clears throat> playing Dr. Emmett Durandall is uh, Stephen Bright. All night long, I'm only going to communicate via soundboard. Hello, everyone. <laughs> uh, well, Jesse won't be listening to this show, but he wasn't going to listen anyway. <laughs> and playing the man we've affectionately nicknamed Old Reluctant and <laughs> <laughs> Legion. And his name is Shannon Young. Uh, that's not my character's name. I'm Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he's been sitting on that one for a while. I've been he waiting was for a while for the perfect I'm opportunity Lenny. to go. I'm Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We lo- Who'd we lose in the wake of that? Steven. Yeah, Steven's Steven. gone. I think he died. You, he's laughing so hard. He had to just get a... He you sent the, him to he another room. To the game room. <laughs> Oh my god! You literally broke him so hard he went to another room. I thought for sure we were gonna hear him. Today. No. <laughs> oh, well, he is Lenny. I, I left in disgust. I couldn't bear to hear that sound clip again, Stephen. And you? <laughs> All right, Hell Divers Two, it is. <laughs> He's going to just play that while he's there. there he no, I'm pulling him back this time. You get back never, in here. Yeah, can't escape. He's gonna yeah, you can do here. that. Yes. <laughs> so when last we, uh, I was going to say when last we met, and then the joke was going to be we met. Um, <laughs> because our That's very first full episode, yeah, was, was uh, introductions to your characters. Um to who they were, what they did, and how they all came to be in this this area. Um, when we last left off, you all were boarding uh, a carriage, as I recall, or at least preparing to uh, board individual um, 
carriages and other modes of transportation, and we're heading toward Uinta County, and more specifically, uh, Headstone Hill or Heaston Hill, as it's formally recognized itself. So beyond that, I know it's been a while. Uh, are there any specific questions I can answer before we get started? I have a question. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Fabio's last name? First off, he has a last name. And this wasn't a question. This is a statement you're getting ready to make. No, because I said, "Did you Fabio know?" That's Planky. a question. He said, "He said, did you know?" Yeah, his name is Fabio Lanzoni. He's Italian. Oh, oh, oh is he? Checks out, I guess. And he's a piece of shit. And <laughs> he knows economies. His job is economy. So would he be the person to ask about um, escaping the tower without using the wizard's key? Without using yes. the pirate's key, because he's on all those novels. He'll tell you how to reinvest your winnings. Future Secretary of the <laughs> Treasury, Fabio. Oh, I was just oh going to say, for when it comes up, can we have a refresher on how dice rolls work on this gameplay? Because it's been a long time. You click so, the button, it looks like a little die. <laughs> yeah, no shit! <laughs> The most the most Damn. important thing to note for that is the only die that you use will be the the six sided die d six. Um, everything is is handled via d sixes, and then most of your uh, stat well, all of your stats are basically just those are the numbers that you add um, to your to your dice roll. So pretty much every time you're going to roll uh, a single die, and then you're also going to roll uh, a wild die. Um, <clears throat> this uses exploding <clears throat> dice. So if you roll a six, you get to roll it again and again until uh, that one die is is um, is finished, basically. And then most of the time, whatever you need to do, your target number is four, but don't always take that at face value. That might not always be the case. Um, obviously, I'll, I'll let you know if you uh, succeed or fail or to what degree you succeed or fail each time. But I that's feel like roll thing. 20 may have missed, had a missed opportunity with animating exploding dice. <laughs> I don't I don't entirely know that they don't have an option for that. I've never really gone in and looked that closely at it. So if it costs money, I'll buy it. I very well might be a thing. Oh, uh, I'm an idiot, Lindsay. It's not just D6s. D6s is where you start for most things, but that's what you, you bought into with the other things. So, like, okay. your skills and your attributes, uh, the higher up your, your rating is. So basically, the whatever our die, die rating get. is is what we roll. That's what you roll. The wild okay. die is always a six. I, I was. So it'll be whatever our stuff is and a d6. Gotcha. Uh huh. Yeah. I, I, I was briefly thinking of Candela Obscura because, again, the setup for this particular adventure is very Candela like, uh, being part of the Twilight Legion and, and uh, finding out basically what it is that you're all planning to or needing to do, I guess I should say. So as a, a very brief refresher for all of that, you guys were all approached by um, various members. Turns out they're all um, parts of a, a, uh, a quartet. I was going to say quintuplet, but that's not true. That'd be fine. Um, a, a collection of yeah. uh, very similar looking gentlemen. Uh, the, if you scroll up a little bit back in the... Yeah. yeah oh, it's just, uh, it, that was one of the weirdest parts was introducing us to the same guy four times. <laughs> And and yeah. five yeah four times and each time we saw him he said I'm Lenny. He had a different <laughs> name each time. Yeah, but he did he did say that he was Lenny. He did say he was Lenny at least uh, once. Yeah. If you if you scroll up a bit in the in the old plays chat that we have over there on on the FB, 
um, you'll see that there. I, I posted the the images of all the things that that were given to you. Um, the letter from Lacey O'Malley from the Tombstone Epitaph about what had happened. Uh, the missing agent George J. A. Reed, uh, a member of your organization who has gone missing in this area. He went by the name Len Buckles. It was an alias that he took uh, as a minor, and and he's gone missing. Um, there's also several newspaper articles again about Houston mining buying up uh, property in the area. Uh, about how a, a mine explosion recently killed 22 people, um, most of, of which, actually all of which it appears were independent miners, uh, and that basically things are getting very heated in, in the area. So these are all things that you have at your disposal right now. Should we do a GoFundMe for them? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> wouldn't it be yeah. like a GoFund horse? Horses are Go, people too. Do we need to pony up? <laughs> Hold on, I'll take care of this. Shannon, can you send her to the game room? Yeah, I disconnected her. <laughs> okay. She's gone. I appreciate that. You're Jesus, welcome. you didn't move her. You just disconnected. <laughs> My puns not appreciated. <laughs> I liked it. No one, no one gets to make puns around here except me, and maybe the boy. <laughs> maybe the boy. <laughs> <laughs> so. Again, as we as we left, you all were preparing to leave um, an area that's going to basically put you about a day away uh, in total from from getting to like into the heart of Uinta County and and to Easton Hill. Um, At this point, you all had various modes of transportation, as I recall, Uh, uh, doctor, your (sighs) your coach. uh, (laughs) I don't know what you call it exactly, uh, but your your steam wagon was available to you yeah um and i think i decided i, I wanted freaky velocity sorry go ahead no 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 no. go ahead i say i think i recall they were either bringing it into town with me mm-hmm. okay and they did it was loaded onto a to a uh, car an additional car on the train and it's it's now been made available to you oh okay um, i do recall specifically killian has a horse does anyone else have a horse I got a horse because I'm local to where we all met up. She's got eight right. horses. Yeah. So you, yeah, you would have brought, actually, you would have gone there probably in or, or on uh, one of your own horses. Like you would have ridden there that way in the first place. Um, and then, yeah, that's right. That's right. You, you purchased a horse. I you, think I purchased one from Fern. Sure. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I have that good horses. <laughs> I need, yeah. I, my horse wasn't doing so good. And I was like, <laughs> You have horses. I want one of those. How much? That's the new slogan like that. for gaming grounds. You have horses. We have money. <laughs> How much? How much? And then just also right on the door. Me a money needing a lot now. <laughs> me a horse. I need a horse. Wait, to, how much are horses? Yeah, a horse to ride away from the government. Well, I legitimately don't remember off the top of my head. I think they were like 25 Dan, is it because of the tax? It was 150. I have scruples. You got to give up your scruples for horses. For some reason, I felt the need to write the prices of my stuff down on my gear list because I'm a dweeb. Yeah, and if I bought one from her, that means the horses were 150. Oh, okay. So you get 150 my scruples. (laughs) Scruples minus the taxes on the horse, Lindsay. Do not forget to pay the sales tax. You must pay the sales. You must pay the, the sales tax. Well, that now, joke if you're doing runs this deep. Cash, don't listen to this in cash. It's all under the table. You don't have to yeah. worry about it. Don't listen to your CPA. Um, 
<laughs> and if you find that the horses are too much, go to www.horsesforgold.com and I can I can pay you out. Hold on. <laughs> horses. Wait, he wants to know if it's real. I do because I'm buying that fucking URL, but I ain't. Horsesforgold.com. That's a website. What? I gotta look. It's Byron Wickwire's Horses for Gold. The oh, Byron yeah. Wickwire? The Byron yeah, Wickwire. The true story of how a Wyoming cowboy attempted the impossible journey north to make his fortune selling horses for gold. Oh, shit. Wow. Well, I'll come up with something That's better. That's a real thing. That's a true story. I believe. Okay. So, back to Got off track. Um, at, at this point, it is pretty early uh in the day again if you wanted to set out now it wouldn't be unreasonable you would be arriving pretty late in the evening um but you have the things that you need to do so um Lindsay, remind me where do you live again where's your character live uh, i just moved <clears throat> all my papers around uh sweetwater i think that's where sweetwater yeah it was sweetwater it. county so yeah. so yeah um <clears throat> if you if you uh, want to set out from there now you're welcome to if you want to mill about this area for a while and set out the next day or earlier in the morning that's fine as well um, but pretty much you've been bid adieu by your your legion compatriots all four of them kind of split uh, oddly again th these four guys all twins practically clones it looks like of each other when they left they all went in different directions like almost literally north south east and west like they just kind of split and much like they did when you guys ran into them individually. Like if you look away for just a second, they're gone. They, they slip into the crowd and they're not to be seen. So for the first time, because again, we, we left off at a moment that you guys were all coming together for the first time. You are in proximity to each other. You have just met each other. We have a moment. If you want to do any kind of introductions uh, or, or anything you want to do here, the, the table is yours. I would. So Killian being the, kind of elder statesman of it he's i don't know if we mentioned it at the last show but he's he's in his you know late 30s uh maybe early 40s he's he's been around the block a couple times he's seen he's got some gray in his beard he's a very handsome man not in trouble sure. with the government and he at all he's, he's not in trouble at all no he's not anything he he's gonna look at uh the people so i imagine they're all kind of in the same area together um yeah but a man a few words and does he see a tavern anywhere near <clears throat> Absolutely. Okay. Uh, Sweetwater is not a, a big establishment by any stretch, not even as big as, as Easton Hill where you're headed. Uh, but there, I mean, there's not a boom town in this country that doesn't have a saloon or a tavern of some kind. Uh, so absolutely, there would be something like that. Give me a split second here and I'll tell you more about it. Sure. Well, while you're doing that, what he's going to do basically is he's going to look at his compatriots and they matter. It's not that they don't matter to him. It's just he's here for a job. He's been around the block before. He's not into to the the heavy greeting. So he just tips his hat to him, gives him a friendly smile, and he's walking towards the the, the tavern. I, I will say Thatcher is a man of kind of social means. He's always likes meeting a new stranger. Meet, like he's curious about his new compatriots. And he also likes a good, like, you know, deep well. So he's going to head to that same saloon to get him a drink as, as well. And and Killian's oh. going to notice that as he kind of turns around and he sees this weird little man in the hat following <laughs> behind him. 
And he just keeps walking, shakes his head. This guy's going to be trouble, he thinks to himself. I'm going to write your story. What about the rest of you? See them walking to the saloon. I'm going to start getting irritated because I'm a busy person and I want to get this show on the road. I don't want to go get a drink. Mm. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Intriguing. Well, I would kind of clear my throat and be like, gentlemen, we have a job to do. Where are you going? Doctor. I'm just along for the ride. I'm just smiling, confused. I was told I would there would be payment if I hung around these people. <laughs> these people. Um, you people. People. Uh, I, I. So Killian and Thatcher will stop together and kind of both turn towards Fern and what she said, and I'm gonna look at Thatcher and ask him. You want to get on to the mission, or you want to have a drink first? Well, from <clears throat> from my point of view, I'm always looking for an interesting story, a new angle, something that's going on in the local kind of like area or community that's odd or eccentric. So I'm always up for a row through a saloon because that's usually where the most kind of like unusual stories come from. I would also like so, to imagine that's exactly what his character said too. He took all that <laughs> to explain all that to Killian. <laughs> Killian, just, yeah. All right, well, didn't really answer my question. We're going to go have a drink. If you want to get on to the to the mission, you go right ahead. We'll catch up. Ain't nothing you got that's going to be faster than my horse. I'm just going to stare at them. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, Split the party. So, yeah, so we're, <laughs> so we're splitting things up. We're going to follow you guys very briefly into uh, a place that you quickly identify as the Dusty Spur. And, in fact, there is, like, an old spur hanging over the uh, – old rusty one hanging over the um, the mant- – I keep wanting to say mantle, like the keystone of the, the doorway. Um, <clears throat> if you would quickly, both of you um, – just make a common knowledge roll. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Coming your way. I'm also coming. Hold on. <laughs> well, I forgot which button was which. All right, so this Wait, is the, uh, the roll one d six. Roll roll one d six for me. Well, so it's <clears throat> you always get a wild die, which is a d six. Ah. So two d six. Yes. Wait. And remember, what? if one of them hits a six, it explodes. It did not explode. I got a one and a three. Mike, okay. <clears throat> a three is your highest. Thatcher, you've got a D6 as well. You always, as, as a wild card, any roll you make also gets a wild die attached to it, which is D6. Oh, so oh, needs to roll one yep. more? Uh-huh. Other than your, your damage rolls. Damages don't get wild die. Hey, Ooh, now that we explode. Roll it again. Keep rolling. I do it again? <clears throat> yep. Isn't there a way to like make it do it automatically? Yeah, we did this before, but if I don't remember you, how. If you do the type out command, like if you do the slash roll one d six with like exclamation points and stuff, I'd rather just hit the die. I don't know about you guys, but there is a way to do it that way. I like the six. I want to stick with the six. Well, so you got an eight total, is what you got there. So oh, I want the, the eight. Point. I want to stick with that eight. 
<laughs> yeah, the, the one die always moves point. moves upward, basically, there. Like, if you had gotten a four on the D4 and you've gotten that three times uh, and then roll one or something and it was, like, a total of 13, um, you could you would obviously take that over this eight. So and each die up his hand on with, its these, own. with these dice in his hand, and he goes, does this bring with it eccentric stories? <laughs> so... Uh, Here's here's something that you you would know, and you might have maybe had a contact in this area, uh, maybe not necessarily passed through it, but you know people who have been through this place. You've worked with them briefly at the Epitaph. They told you stories, and uh, the name Sweetwater didn't do much for you, but the name Dusty Spur brings back some ideas. A couple of things that you know, this place was owned and operated from its inception by a woman uh, known as uh, Maddie O'Malley. Her name is Martha. Um, she is uh, very name? much the the uh, formidable figure you might expect of a saloon owner in in the Wild West, uh, especially as as a woman and as a tough Irish woman. Very much a sharp wit, no nonsense attitude, um, but known by people who know her better to have kind of a heart of gold behind that uh, tough exterior. She lost her husband in a skirmish with outlaws many years before, uh, and she then took over the saloon and turned it into a thriving establishment. It is known by very few, uh, but assumed by many that the spurs that hang over the the doorway are indeed her husband's, um, where he was a, a skilled a uh, gunfighter when needed, though unfortunately not skilled enough to keep him alive longer. Um, she is a skilled bartender. Uh, she is uh, very well known for basically her speed at delivering drinks down the rail. Um, not a lot of mixed drinks being delivered at this time, obviously, but she's good at what she does and she gets them out quick. Um, in and around this area recently would have been guys like uh, uh, an old dude named Black-Eyed Jake Callahan. Uh, he's kind of a grizzled old prospector type. He's got a, a penchant for spinning tall tales about his adventures out in the mountains. Oh. Yeah, you might hear him say, like oh, cinnamon and gravy. <laughs> um, I need to, I need oh, to peaches. Uh, River. <laughs> Uh, the the sheriff in this area is Lucas Hayes. He is uh, a very stock standard stoic lawman, a keen eye and a quick draw. He's the kind of guy who is known to uh, frequent the saloon, but not necessarily for a drink, mostly to keep his ear to the ground just to hear if any trouble is a brewing. Um, the atmosphere, you know, before you get in there is going to be. Lively and raucous, the sound of clinking glasses filling the air. This is a place that is busy day and night. Um, importantly, they do not uh, employ a piano player. They actually have a player piano that plays itself, um, which is kind of a surprise at this day and age in this uh, particular part of the country. Um, the take there by jobs. <laughs> the not I wouldn't say the atmosphere, but the ambiance, because the atmosphere is more about the people. The ambiance is very much um, old wanted posters. There are antique firearms that are hung up over the bar. It's very much that sort of kind of rugged charm. And the place, you can tell even from a distance, uh, smells of whiskey and tobacco. It hangs heavy in the air over it. Well, while this is what you know. while Thatcher is staring at the prospector over there, gumming his drink. I'm gonna, Ooh, yeah, I'm definitely looking. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna mosey up to the bar first. Uh, uh, you kind of mentioned the people there. Are those all the people that are there, or because uh, Old Killian Legion no, ha has an the, eye for for people, so he's immediately gonna look everyone over. Figures. 
Oh, gotcha. Okay, these, gotcha. these are the notable figures. Gotcha. Yeah, these, these are the main people who, um, basically, before you even get in there, Thatcher would recall something about. Uh, but, yeah, you could... If he shares you that information, you would spot them at a moment's notice. If not, it might take yeah. you a little more to to kind of note out who the particular, you know, high rolling figures are, for lack of a better term, the more well known people. And uh, uh, he's he's definitely looking them over, and he's also looking for if they have any um, any entertainers in the bar. If you know what I mean. Oh, uh, I do, and interestingly, they don't. <laughs> um, at least. I'd say, I'd say make a make a notice roll. Notice roll. All right. Can I do that too? I'm looking as well. You like horse stature? You looking for the same thing? <laughs> no, I like a more oh. rugged type. <laughs> so, so what exactly are you looking for? What do you want to notice here? <clears throat> he's talking to you, boy. He knows what I want. No, I know. I'm thinking. Uh, <laughs> so while well, well, he's thinking he's really quick, boy. Hunter, I got a question. So I've got a two d eight in that, or I got a one d eight. So that would be a one d eight or two d eight, right? Um, but I, but I have so a. You plus. have you have a d eight in it, so that yes. means you roll a d eight and a d six. The wild die is always, it's always a d six. Okay, and so that one d eight that I have, I've got plus two in that right now, so it would be one d eight plus two. So you, what you do is after you roll both of those dice, you get, get uh, through all the explosions. Um, you add that two to whichever is the highest number at the end. Gotcha. All right. Well, first one's a one. I don't like that one. Let's do the six. Uh, it's a four. So five. I got a five in this. Or okay. sorry, six. So I got you a roll, six. That's right. So you roll yeah. a four. You math add is two. hard. Yeah, math is hard when you're wanted. Um, <laughs> there are. <laughs> Sorry, give me a second. There are a decent amount of people in the building in general, but it's it's relatively quiet given that it is now uh, basically late morning. Like you would approximate it's about 10, 1030 maybe at this time. Um, the saloon is not like a lunch establishment. Like you can tell they don't serve a lot of food. They might have like some stew on hand at nights, basically when uh, people are getting a little too drunk or people are rolling into town late and the actual restaurants are closed. Uh, but basically at this point, you've got the regulars that would hang out. The sheriff is actually there uh, as is the prospector that I mentioned. Um, and there are a few other people milling about, but while there are women there, you don't you don't perceive any of them to be what you're talking about. Yeah. Like you get the idea if you approached any of the, the women that we're talking about with any kind of discussion of what you were just talking about, you're gonna get a sharp slap across the cheek. Well, we ain't gonna do that. We're gonna we'll do that. We're gonna notice the sheriff, we're gonna tip our hat to the sheriff, and we're gonna mosey up to the bar and have a seat and I'm gonna look back at Thatcher and say Go get your stories, kid. I'll be here drinking if you need me. So with that, nice. Thatcher does kind of take a step back on his heel, kind of examines the local uh, facility, whatever, establishment, and looks at this player piano with intrigue. And usually it's a good thing to, uh, music brings people together. So he walks over and starts kind of like fiddling with the keys. More to see if there's going to be a reaction from anybody. And while he does that, I want to throw in that I am going to mention to the barkeep in a polite way. If a uh, if a lovely young lady walks in here looking mighty irritated, you let me know. I suspect she'll be in here for too long to collect us. Uh, the bartender, importantly, is not <laughs> um, 
Mrs. O'Malley. <laughs> it looks like you might guess, knowing who he is now, that this might be, or I'm sorry, who she is now, that this might be like a son of hers or something. He's significantly younger. He's got a mop of red hair, um, but he's he's in good shape. He's a, he's a strong boy. Uh, and he gives you kind of a yes, sir. Uh, and then he brings along like a he doesn't ask what you want. He just assumes it's beer. And so he he brings along like a, a big fl- not flagon, uh, just a flag and veil. I will look big, at it. Uh, we'll look at it disappointedly because it's not exactly what I usually drink strength wise. But it is 10 in the morning. So <laughs> let's get to strength. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's also a kid. So you get the idea that he's he's kind of just like. It's not his first day on the job, but this is not what he does normally, maybe, right. or at least he's not really used to it. So. Yeah. yeah, he's actually a t- he's on TikTok. <laughs> he's, an he's, influ- in he's an influencer. He's an influencer. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so you're you're messing with the the player piano that you said. Yes. Yes. Um. I'm mean, I'm kind of just tinkering with the keys, you know, trying to remember chopsticks or whatever it was called. <laughs> um when you come in, it's probably playing something that is uh, maybe a little more, I don't want to say melancholy, but it is a very subdued song. If you listen for a minute, um, you hear somebody actually kind of hum the words or hum the the tune. And then you say the words red river Valley and you recognize the the tune a little more. Red river Valley. I just need the one. That's the one that's playing. Yep. So I'm just kind of playing so, this little adjacent <clears throat> jingle along with it. Like as it's playing on one side of the keys, I go for more of the uh, the higher notes because I want to give this melancholy okay. a nice kind of like upward spin. And so I just kind of start just okay, all right. Yeah, I'm so, trying to I'm trying to fo- follow a balance here to kind of bring the tempo and the, the spirits <laughs> up a little bit inside this this establishment. Um. Oh gosh, there's a there's a performance skill and you don't have it. So, <laughs> I didn't say I was going to do good. I just said I was going to do. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm going to make you roll for it regardless, and we're going to see how well good. you do with that. So, what I need you to do is roll. A, it'll be a d4, uh, and then you get your d6. You get your wild die, and whatever the highest total is at the end, there we're going to take a minus two to it. All right, there's my four, and then one d6. Okay. I don't like that so much. So the, the highest possible is a one then, because you didn't get anything exploding. You rolled a three, or you do a minus two, so that's that's a one. Um, <clears throat> the moment that like you, a, I'm a lucky <laughs> son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you do have bennies if you want to spend one. This is I got like six to twelve bennies somewhere there. It's true. Yeah. So you have if a I large spend a benny, you really want to spend a benny on a player piano. <laughs> You know what? That's actually a solid point. Where'd that voice come from? <laughs> she's she's leaning into the window. I am it, your like, conscience protecting you. Have conscience. one. So I did. It's a D four to D six, and that was it, right? There's no like other. Okay, so negative two. So it leaves me with <laughs> something. No. So the your your role is a one is effectively. So you you had you had the. The Acceptable. four came up as a three, and the two came up, or the six came up as a two. So we take the higher of the two, which is three, and it's minus two, which is. Oh, I get it now. Okay, that's acceptable. I'll take it. Yeah, that's solid. Okay. So effectively, you get you got a one, 
And again, the standard target for most things is a four. So here's here's what happens. You go over to to take a look at the piano, player piano. It's not like you've never seen one before. You know how it works. You get the idea. This is not some amazing, incredible technology you've never heard of. But the moment you go, oh, I'm going to, I can, maybe I can do like a thing. As soon as you start trying to put your fingers to the keys, those just happen to be the keys that are, are already playing. And so like, like it moves up into a higher register and you're like, oh shit. Okay. Well, I'll go to the lower one. And then you go to the lower register and it does that there too. <laughs> so pretty much every time you go to push in on the keys, they're already pushed in, which means when that one other ones move, you're still holding down the ones that shouldn't be. <laughs> I'm doing good. Just, it's just a little <laughs> bit of, of a cacophony. Um, he gets real excited by this. And he starts getting more animated and colorful. <laughs> um, you hear from nearby, uh, indeed, like a, a very high pitched kind of <laughs> sort of laugh. Um, and, and in fact, the, the old prospector who looks exactly like what you're imagining. He's got the long, gray, scraggly beard. Um, he has an eye patch that's covering one eye and the other eye looks like it's like perpetually bloodshot. Hence, perhaps the name Black Eyed Jake. Um, <clears throat> he has like a big floppy hat that covers his head. He's basically wearing long johns with like overalls over them. Uh, and there's a big jiggling. <laughs> He's uh, well. He hasn't commenced the jiggling just yet, so he calls his single tooth chomper. Old chomper, he has. He has, uh, yeah, a big like pack set over the side. It's very dusty. It's very incongruous with the rest of the place. Uh, and he comes over and he goes, "Well, look what the cat dragged in. He must be a fresh face around these parts." The name's Jake, and he sticks out his hand, which of course his fingers are all crooked as hell. Uh, okay. But he goes, "Most." Most folks around these parts call me old black eye. You care for a drink, stranger? Oh, I immediately shake his hand and start asking him questions Ooh. about his life. I'm curious about why his fingers are all fucked up looking. <laughs> like, I am deeply interested. He does that thing as soon as soon as it's clear that not only are you friendly, but you're interested in him. You know that thing people do where when they shake your hand and you like start to shake, they put their other hand over it and like all oh, the Hercules grasp. Oh no! Yeah, well, yeah, it's like that, like the double grass. Like they put another hand on the other side to make sure that you understand that they're very excited about this thing. Yeah. Well, that's so, the, that's the middle ground between a normal shake and the Christian side hug. Right, right, right. So he uh, he escorts you kind of over to a to a table, um, calls for drinks. It's exactly the same thing that Killian's got. It looks like it's a very standard, maybe a light a lighter ale or or beer than you might get later in the day. Um, and yeah, he he starts just throwing out stuff about his uh, his his life. Um, okay, investigate is not the skill I'm looking for. Let's have you. I'm going to have you do a, a research check here. I can do that. D eight. Yes. And D six, right? Yes, and you have because you have investigator, you have a plus two to research roll. So again, we'll add that in at the end, just like we subtracted the previous one at the end. So we'll get the highest number we can get. Four. Okay. So yeah, because we are taking the we are taking the D eight there. Well, no, it would be five. So you're gonna take the three on the D six because that's higher than the two. You oh yeah, plus two. And then you add the two at the end, right? Yep. So you get a five. Right, yeah, five. You get a five. Which is, for our purposes, effectively the same idea. Um, you're still you're still beating the target. Um, so yeah, Jake starts to really just kind of rattle off stuff about his life. Um, the first thing that comes up, of course, is the nickname. 
And he says, well, I'm glad you asked, old friend. It's a, it's a tale as old as time itself. He says, you see, once upon a moonlit night, I found myself face to face with the meanest, orneriest, grizzled, grizzled, grizzly bear you ever did see. We stared each other down, me and that bear locked in a, in a battle of wills. And wouldn't you know it, the bear took a swing. He caught me square in the eye with his paw. And it left me here with this black eye. And he kind of lifts up the patch a little bit. Before you can look, he slams it back down. Oh, don't you worry. I gave that bear a run for his money. Oh, I tell you what. He slaps his knee. And he. Uh, oh, he I'm, re- I'm, I'm feverishly writing in my journal here. Just like <laughs> this story. He also, uh, he says, uh, you know, I, I got stories that would make your hair stand on end and your heart race faster than a, a galloping horse. Like the, now the time I crossed paths with a gang of no good outlaws who thought they could old, outsmart old black eyed Jake. <laughs> Let me tell you, you, they, they had another thing coming and he kind of devolves into this, this story and yeah. it just kind of spins on from there. Oh yeah. Uh, this goes on for as long as you'll let it. Basically, <laughs> as I long as you, will, you all will allow to it to me, because I will not let yeah. up. <laughs> um, I am curious uh, as it, the day it, is long. Importantly, he is he is paying for the the beer. You don't know where exactly. he gets exactly, but he's paying for it. So you got that going for you. So yeah, I'm just I, I'm again I'm just listening, just fiercely writing, asking questions, getting kind of more depth. I'm assuming he's from this local area, so we're about a day outside <laughs> of uh, sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's it called? I'm sorry. You're in Sweetwater. You're heading to Houston. We haven't left yet. That's why I'm pissed. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that that is a good time to turn the camera to Fern. How long are you going to let this happen? Because at bare minimum, there's been at least I'm going to say five minutes that's gone by since these guys walked out of your sight and into the dusty spar. At minimum, five minutes has happened. Yeah, that that's that's about as much as I'm gonna do. Because if we are not leaving today, I am going back to my ranch. So I am going to not necessarily storm in, but I'm going to walk with purpose into the saloon. All right, and basically, whichever one of them I see first, I'm gonna walk up to. I would assume. You... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I would assume that was it, it's potentially me. I'm, uh, I'm assuming that um, old reluctance up at the bar, which is kind of more of the back of the room. So as Fern walks in, I just kind of like snap out of this kind of like gaze that I'm listening to old John just like spin his, <laughs> his tails. And I just kind of like, oh, I remember that there's something actually that we need to do. <laughs> You've apparently had too much to drink this morning because his name is Jack. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck, I got it wrong. Yeah. His name is Jake. I'm even worse. Oh, <laughs> um, unprofessional John Jack fucking um, bullshit. All right, his name is now John Jack J. Doctor, what are you doing? I am just <laughs> playing No, 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 no. In the second screen. <laughs> so, no, you can't prove that. So. <laughs> Uh, I feel like I would just find someone that is probably like watching onward because I have a theory about the twins, you see. And I, I think that they are probably the replicas of the dead soldiers that the government recycled from the Civil War and reanimated them into battle roids. And so that's probably part of that. Uh, or, you know, it might be just the fucking aliens are coming and we're all dead anyway, so... I you know, just going on. So you were gonna, 
I thought you were going to go, or maybe I'm just like smoking a cigarette. I don't know. You know? <laughs> That's really where I Damn thought it. that was going. It was this whole thing. And then it was just like, or I mean, I don't know. You know, just, I don't know. Maybe just, or whatever. Know, just like, do it. Smoking weed. I don't do know. it for me. <laughs> just, just roll something for me. I don't care. Roll something um, for me. So, so I'm literally so just here just, until, you know, the job gets started, you know, so. Right. Okay. <laughs> so the gist of that is basically like you're, you're just pondering. I'm not going to make you wrong yeah. for that. Okay. Everything that you were, that you were thinking about, you can think about without any real difficulty. Well, I, well, it's a ponder. yeah, uh, whoever will listen you to sure? me. Sure. He can't think without any sure. difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> not, not for himself, but yeah, if he's, if he's spreading around, uh, the more that you, the more that you talk, like every once in a while, a few people will seem to like stop and listen for a minute you notice anybody with a kid the kid stays a little longer because you you look super interesting to like a, a little kid they're like who the fuck is that um, <laughs> parents are always like come along like they're trying to rush them you know away from there don't stare <laughs> keep them moving <laughs> um uh fern when you when you bust through the the swinging doors of the saloon um well again it's not super lively at this time of day something uh has kind of taken over uh the mood the familiar chords of home on the range are now playing through the player piano um and so a handful of patrons have turned their attention to it basically despite the fact that there is no player they have their ale uh they have their beer up in the air and they are the kind of singing along home home on the range um Jake importantly has stopped telling stories by the way and he he is full blown like he he's leading the chorus. Um Is that so that tracks you jumped up to or not with a guitar in hand <laughs> playing he's just going to get right into it. Where did you I pull that? <laughs> I just had him stashed around. He's had this whole he's had it this whole time. News flash. News flash. I'm ready to play. Uh, Killian, what are you doing as this has taken over the, the bar, this excitable demeanor? Uh, I'm going to look at the bartender and then without even looking back at Fern, just, just take a sip from the beer and say, you had one job, kid. <laughs> he, he, uh, the kid looks over like he's, he's kind of been just like grinning, watching, you know, the, the, the patrons do their thing. And he snaps out of it he looks at you he looks over the woman he literally like he has the kramer kind of jump and he's like oh oh huh? oh geez mister i'm i'm so sorry um for the first time you really hear the the irish accent um and he uh, let me let me uh and he goes to get your glass and like like refill it uh, it's it's on the house on the house sir of course um, i'm gonna oh perk, like, perk up that i'm gonna ask him like you irish boy uh uh yes sir on my mother's side Achilles gonna take the beer and kind of just smirk at him and say, "Me too." On my father's side, and just walk off drinking. <laughs> um, bef- before you before you take off, he does as he hands it over, like he tries to lean in and quietly say, "There's an exit out out back if you need to." And he kind of like jerks his head in that direction. It's very unsubtle. Like Fern, if you even glance in the kid's direction, he may as well be going. You can go out back <laughs> there. And and indeed, <laughs> because of course he has he has misconstrued the situation. It's clear that he thinks that you two are like together or something, yeah. and that you're trying Ooh. to get away from her. And and yeah. indeed, he thinks I will. this is the nagging wife who's and, coming to to bring him home. And Killian's going to take that that advice and put his beer actually back down and. And kind of uh, throw him a coin and and make his way out that back door. He like catches it almost like a football, like it's it, it surprises him. And then I disappear into the night. 
Well, it is the day. I disappear so. <laughs> into the night of the day. Well, uh, the reason the reason I was confused because if when I looked outside, it was dark because there was this dark gray mist. Goddamn. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I'm gonna give Fern a chance to do something because she's just been standing there as this is happening. Yeah, or when you walk no. in, you see what's happening. You see one of your compatriots is up with a guitar. Uh, the other one is getting a refill, but then he gets up and starts to leave. I'm more concerned about the one trying to leave because, like, I want this circus to get moving, not sit here and entertain the town. <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, if he's heading out the back, I'm going to follow him. Okay. Are you and trying I, to catch and up to have, him? And if I have to run to do so, I will. <laughs> Killian, if you, I, I'm going to say, you're not, are you trying to be stealthy? Or are you trying to sneak up behind oh, no. him? No, no, no. Oh, her. No, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. sorry. Are you are you trying to sneak up behind him? No, not whatsoever. <laughs> okay, then then whether she's saying or anything or not, you know that she's she's following you. Are yeah. you going to pick up the pace and try to leave faster? Oh, no. I know she's a little bit behind me. So what Killian does, he walks out the door. He uh, leans his shoulder up against it, kind of leans against it, and uh, pulls out a cigarette and lights it up, and just sits there and <laughs> just waits, smoking. All right, Fern, a moment later, when you come through the door, there indeed is your compatriot uh, having a smoke. Clearly, there is no urgency to you in this matter at all, is there? Oh, in my experience, the people I'm after are usually waiting for me anyway, so why rush? Um, well, I, for one have things to get done. And if we're not leaving tonight, I'm going back to my ranch. I have three mares that are ready to fall any day now. He takes a puff of that cigarette. <sighs> ah, three mares. The excitement must never stop at that ranch. I'm just going to stare at him. <laughs> did, I'll tell did you they what. go out back door? Like, yeah, they went out the back. Like the back door, so or the back doors got closed. They're outside kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's not quite the, like, traditional swing doors of a saloon, but, like, really, I mean, legitimately, if this helps, Kaz, I've been, and this may not be good for the listener, but I have been imagining the interior of this saloon to be the one from Valentine and Red Dead. Oh, so yeah. If, if that good. helps the imagination, that's yeah. what it looks like. It comes in, rail bar on the on the left. The only difference is the piano would be on the right. Um, yeah, there's, there's no, like, barber in the back. But so Thatcher does kind of get the like feels this sense of urgency that's starting to kind of like lift. He's already kind of like they're finishing up their song for such as it is. Yeah. And the song wraps up, everyone gives out a hey, hey. Yeah. Yeah. It's like cheer. at the Moonshine Shack. We just I put our stuff Pee-wee down. Herman. Yep. And I, I, I look <laughs> up and I notice that that's that's Albert. Albert. Okay. oh reluctant oh, and my, my horse dealer are both gone. So my at that point, I'm like, I turn and I head out that back door. So wherever they are, they just kind of see Thatcher just kind of like bust through the door. And he's looking like, oh, there y'all are. Y'all ready? Pretty much, they're pretty much right beside the door. So when you come through, uh, once again, I'm going to reference Kramer from Seinfeld again. Because you <laughs> come slide out. through the door like, hey. <laughs> I get like at least about a, a foot of just slide. <laughs> I, I've got bad news well, yeah, for you, by the a, way. Uh, my picking up all the dirt. Pie, like right there, and you slide right through it. Oh, uh, so myhorsedealer.com is also taken. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, Damn it's it. the 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 tagline is for the love of horses. <laughs> <laughs> well, interestingly enough, that's also now the name of this episode of this for the show. love of horses. Yep, you got the it. Love of horses. <laughs> so, does he still have his guitar? Are you still playing as you walk out? 
No, no, no. I did, that disappeared somewhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to look at you. I'm going to take another uh, puff of that cigarette. And, <laughs> well, I guess the show is over. Where's the weird one? He looks at you again and goes, the other weird one. I look down at my watch, and I just kind of like look over my shoulder, but like, he'll be here momentarily. <laughs> I have and no then, idea, but I'm just leaning into it. And so I imagine people have just started avoiding me outside because, you know, I'm just <laughs> rambling. So I finally decide to go into Raving the bar right as uh, Thatcher leaves in the back, and I see an empty spot at the bar with, uh, you said he left the beer, right? So I, did. I see a free beer. Yeah, so it's like, okay, CJ. Just over. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, people are around drunk probably about to pass out they can't go anywhere so i'm gonna start with my other theory that the government finally figured out a way to control the dead people and actually like you know via remote or whatever methods they use i haven't figured that out yet i need to study the twins a little bit longer and so <laughs> just you know keep going like that okay is he saying this out loud or is this an inner monologue <laughs> He's saying um, it out loud. I, I imagine everything I'm, he says he's saying out yeah. loud. <laughs> That's his personality. Nothing happens internally. It's just said. I uh, Well, that is one of your, your uh, hindrances, wasn't it? Basically, it was just like, I'm a big mouth. I'm hard mouth, of hearing. Yeah. And I'm fucking delusional. So he shouts constantly, yet he doesn't have to listen to his own bullshit. Thatcher <laughs> um, is absolutely comes... loving his compadres, like his peoples here. Like He's really enjoying the weird diversity of these unique personalities. That hard of hearing comes into play because the kid actually does start, as you pick up the beer, starts to say like, uh, no, sir, that belongs to, and, and there's like, you look at him like, uh-huh, and just <laughs> start drinking. And he's like, oh. oh Did you geez. know? I have <laughs> a theory. The dead started to come by because hell is now full due to the war, of course. And, there's and no so hell is actually hell. a living thing. The it's not mythical. Walk the earth. <laughs> he, um, the kid, like quite literally, is slowly backing away and going, "Uh huh, uh huh." Uh, he disappears and he, like, he literally backs into. It the doesn't back even. And then... it, it doesn't even register for me. I'm a. I'm I imagine like someone like you, you know, two thirty in the morning. Just... <laughs> no, someone's back Once he leaves the room, you hear a. Do, 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 do. <laughs> And then another kid comes out and goes, I don't think he's coming back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> the kid does does sort of like leave you rambling there. Uh, what are you all outside doing? Smoking. <laughs> waiting. <laughs> staring at Thatcher, just staring directly at him, smoking, waiting for this fourth person to show up and knowing that he's not going to because he's going to talk everybody's ear off. Just staring at Thatcher, Burn. not saying a thing, just just lighting, just smoking, and just just looking directly at him. Literally just staring right back at my him. fingers, <laughs> and just flat out say, "If we are not leaving this evening, I am coming home. I am going home. Coming home. And I will be glad you here in the morning." <laughs> well, I, f I figure there ain't no entertainment in this town, so there's no real reason to stay. I'll tell you what. 
just for the record, are we just riding our horses back? We're not like taking any government train or anything, right? We have to make our own we transportation. Need to go an hour away. There, yeah, there, there is not. Um, okay, there is not a train. Uh, there's not a train yard set up in between the two yet. That okay. is something that is in construction. <laughs> And so, yeah, there's no depot there. Just wanted to make sure before I run my mouth and say, I'll, uh, I'll go get my horse ready. If you two want to go get the, uh, scientist. Oh, I'll go in yeah. and get him. I just kind of poke my head in. And be I'm like, just Yo. happy to have people around me so that they can listen to me talk. So, so importantly, Thatcher, you didn't know he was in the saloon. So if you go back to look for him, it is a surprise to find him there. Oh, I didn't. I thought I saw him. My bad. He didn't. Nah. He didn't come in before you left, so you wouldn't oh. know that he's there. But if you if you go back through, he is indeed there, uh, and so, he's he's drinking a, a full beer. The bartender mysteriously disappeared. Well, it might be like what was he? It's St. Patty's Day. He's got things to do. It's May. <laughs> it is. Wow. <laughs> Calendars shift over time. Not much. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> what are Fern, we doing? Ferns is over here. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I want to go. Come on. <laughs> go get your I think damn we're horse. Die in the first scene here. Ferns going to kill us all. I will. Uh, I can hand wave some of this and say that if the goal is basically to get back to your modes of transportation and set out, that is simply enough done. Yes, um, please. You, oh, but for the for, for the record, while they're getting that done, Killian left already. He literally got on his horse and got ahead and started riding. He did not wait for them. When when they go to get um, their modes of transportation, oh, they I'm, just they just I'm on them, the back of my horse just cursing under my breath <laughs> they just told all of you guys yeah he took off he took off about five minutes ago that's what they sound like <laughs> at least one of them definitely. one of them that is true i'm trying to that remember what his name was though i'm john lying. jake jack <laughs> john jake jack um so so all right I'll I'll let you leave before the rest of them do. Is your goal to try to stay away from them? Because if so, I'm going to need you to make some riding rolls. Oh no, he's he's just riding. He just didn't wait for him. Like okay. he's he's not trying to rush or anything. A jackass. Okay. Actually, so, you know what? Yeah, no, hold on. I do have a I have a good riding skill, and I never get to do this. Yeah, I'm going to ride a little faster if I can. I, I'll never get to use riding much. So sure. Ooh, roll for gallop. We can I roll for gallop? That. We just started. Yeah, but right. I don't want to take that. But I don't want to take that chance. He never gets to do it, Hunter. Yeah, roll it. That's fine. Hey, let her make you feel better. Watch me roll a one, <laughs> and my horse breaks his fucking leg. Well, it's a good thing we're still near you my have a shotgun, right? Oh my Shit, god, no. I really did roll a one. No. <laughs> you still have it. You have a d six. I feel like. We oh my god, double ones! <laughs> it's double ones. <laughs> Wow, that's unexpected. So, Hunter, remember what we said earlier? And I said, cheat if you have to. So, so what can I'm I gonna use a Benny here? Or? I mean, you, you can, no. but there's also never been a need for that role. Because again, if the goal was okay. not to actually escape them, then yeah. you just you just left a little faster than that. Okay, yes. I'll I take feel like that. One means he should go slower and we should be able to kept, catch him and overtake no, I, him. Oh, I will tell you all. Oh, can I say yeah, something? Go ahead. Can, I, can I? All right. So, yeah. 
Killian wants to go faster, but his horse, uh-huh. who's a stubborn bastard, realized he's a smart horse, much like the horse from the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. And so yes. he's purposely going slower, and Killian's just riding him, trying to get him to go faster, and going like, <laughs> you're going to do this to me today, really? Today. I feel like I just yeah, hear him saying, can you? <laughs> he's going at a nice... And a nice brisk sort of um, yeah. a, a little gallop, a little yeah. trot, yeah. and you're like, "You little son of a bitch!" He's being like, a dick. <laughs> he's being a horse yeah, dick. Yeah. Not impact. I like that. I I do. That's a name of a character in your scene. It's so that stupid. Is so stupid. So uh, <laughs> so real quick, I do. This is, this is a good opportunity to point this out that uh, double ones is what they call snake eyes. Um, and in a, in a situation where I would have called for a roll and you roll double ones, I don't even know if a Benny can get you out of it. That's catastrophic failure. Um, and so that's where yeah. something really bad happens. Well, that's why in I did that. Case, that's again, why I did that. I didn't that. call for the roll. Yeah, I did that to show right, the, the audience the what would happen. Yeah. <clears throat> you rolled those two and said, for the love of horses. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, that is the, so, uh, out of the four rolls I've done tonight, three of them have been ones. God. You're just getting them out of your system now. Yeah, it's only bad when there's two in a row, or there's two in the same role like that. Right. That's the real problem. Mm-hmm. So yes, you take off, um, but again, it's at a, a slower trot than you'd like. Uh, your horse is, is messing with you a little bit, and sure enough, it does not take long for the rest of you to catch up. Now, describe um, Shannon first. Actually, you, uh, Killian, I should say, describe your your <clears throat> horse for us. Uh, he's a lovely horse. He's uh, he's brown, and he has uh, white on him. <laughs> Uh-huh. He um, <laughs> get big hair. I I'm trying to I'm trying to remember what my horse. He's got braided hair. He's like my horse in Red Dead. He's got braided hair. He's got he's got that lantern around his neck like my horse in Red Dead. Um, if I could do that because I think that's very cool. Yeah. Um, and my Absolutely. horse my horse's name is Rin. W r y n n. All right, sounds good to me. Um. As you all, the the rest of you start to catch up. Let's uh, let's kind of take this in turn. Um, Thatcher, uh, describe your horse for us. John Oliver would say, oh. "My horse is fuckable." He would say that horse fucks. Yeah, that horse fucks. So mine is weirdly too large for me. Um, also, Ali. <laughs> So he, couldn't Palomino. A, he couldn't make so himself three foot Palomino tall. Workhorse. So he made his horse bigger. Yeah. He's <laughs> I want to be taller than all of you, but it makes it difficult. Um, but yeah, he, he's he's a significantly large horse. Palomino kind of in color. His 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 mane is definitely not braided, but it probably was at one time, but I got anxious and bored and un braided it so it's more puffy like a like a horse fro like afro kind oh, of thing please tell me one it's, side it's like you took the you took the braids out and it's it's like yeah. necked out one kind of yeah it's, but it's, it's it's more like it, it, that's the action of making it that way it's more like a 1970s uh uh what's his name from talladega nights the, here I, I i got your horse kaz you you have philippe is what you have I was going to say, please tell me your horse has like one half of your horse's hair is afroed and the other is braided. Like you're in the middle of the process. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) You're working. I'm down with that. Yeah. Hang on. I can't make my stupid computer work. And so he he doesn't listen well. He kind of does his his own thing as well. Um, Not necessarily stubborn or assholish, like uh, like over reluctant. Yeah. Rin. 
Ren. He does his own yeah, what's thing, your but not in a, in a in a in a a bad way. I don't know. It's hard to explain. What's your he's horse's odd, name? He's an odd horse. What's his he's name? Uh, Strategery. Yes. No. Think of a less cartoony <laughs> version of this. Guys. No, no, no. His name is Yes. <laughs> Mm, his okay. name is yeah, and, and I, I'm sure in Kaz's character's mind, this horse does look like that. That's, <laughs> that's that's how he sees him. If you if you look in the text, it looks like what Lindsay posted is is very interested in what is posted right above it. <laughs> For the love of For horses. For the love of horses. <laughs> the love of horses. <laughs> so yes, he's a okay. giant giant horse named Yes with a ha- half kind of like 1970s afro going on. Of course. Uh, uh, Fern, tell us about your horse. Uh, my horse is a bay mare. For people that don't know what a bay horse is, it's a brown horse with a black mane and tail. And her name is Glory. All right. Gloria. How do you spell it? Huh? How do you spell it? With an I or a Y? I don't know. It's like, it's like those, it's it's like those modern kids. Like It's like G-L-O-R-E-E or something. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's spelled normal. <laughs> Cool. Um, cool. Now, th- these are the three horses that are like thundering across the the <clears throat> area here. Uh, which again, we're, we're not really don't necessarily think of the the dusty plains. Um, again, we're in Wyoming, so this is a lot of like wooded area. This is a lot of pine and spruce trees. Uh, definitely, there's some snow falling in various places. Not always, but um, some snow covering the ground occasionally. Um, but um, amidst the sound of these horse hooves. Um, there's another sound, Doctor. Would you like us to tell like <laughs> tell us about that? So I have a stagecoach that is that's my infernal device, right? Like we yeah, decided that is my vehicle. Uh, okay. Um I I imagine it's kinda like it's not as like thick armor as a tank, but it's not like as a traditional car you would think like it's very like just industrial just straight front like no like curves or anything it's just a vertical like rounded end uh that's you know you have uh, a metal box on wheels (laughs) not a box (laughs) there's no corners it's 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 smooth there's no corners it's It's smooth it's it's modern Everything modern like doesn't have any quarters. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and then um, it's very much like a for mushroom cap. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like um, like straightforward. It, there is some like uh, straightforwardness to the design on it, but I imagine it was like how you control a tank. So you have like the two levers, yep. and you yep. have like six different pedals. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I imagine it's something I could easily like upgrade or mod into something else if the situation calls for it. So this this is a for our purposes this is a steam wagon that pretty he's, much he's yeah powering across the mm-hmm. that that's the the mechanical base for it in, in yeah. terms of the, the the game mechanics that's the base is a steam wagon. Um, so among these other two horses, Killian, that are catching up to you, is this like, what does it sound like, man? Like, what is it? What does this vehicle of yours sound like? Oh, my God. Imagine I mean, there's steam involved. So there's got to be like a wailing kind of mm-hmm. sound. Uh, uh, damn it. I honestly haven't even thought of that. Well, for now, let's just at least consider that again. It's, I want to look something up and like, have you listened to it? 
Okay. It's but it's it's burning fuel, so it's making a sound in that sense, like it's making like a whining kind of wailing sound. Um, and again, it is like you know rolling, thundering along beside you guys. Um, it's like a train engine, like a train that's full of zoo animals that's careening off the side of a cliff face. <laughs> sure, that's fine. <laughs> um, Killian, this this motley crew is is catching up to you. Uh, yeah. And it doesn't take long before they, they do so. Again, your horse is, is being stubborn today and doesn't really allow for anything else. Oh, I'm um, asking. Is the goal for the rest is the, the goal for the rest of you just to catch up to him or, or overtake him or what do you want to do here? Okay. I'm fine with catching up, although the stubborn part of me would kind of want to surpass, but I don't want to make this a pissing contest. Actually, hold on. Can can I can I suggest? I think they should ride past him. They ride, they she looks directly at him and glares at him as she's riding past him. And Thatcher tips his hat as he rides past, and God knows what what Steven's character is doing. And I'm still, I'm gonna leave that up to them. That's their call. I'm still kicking at the horse, going, Really, even now? Like, come on. I'm kind of hopping up and down. I'm game with that. I'm I'm hopping up and down on him, like, Come on, you little bastard. And then he just stops. Um, he stops and he kneels down and just sits there until I apologize. And then he slowly gets back up and starts riding again <laughs> at normal speed. <laughs> Emmett, uh, real quick to your to your vehicle again. Do you yeah. um, how how do you how do you see out of it? Like, is it open air? Is it so? Yeah. So again, think of it as uh, almost. Like a tank again, it's not as beefy. I don't. I think that'd be a little overpowered. Okay. So you know, just like kind of just more industrialized, out. and you know, has a slit just enough, like enough yeah. that you know it'll block majority of like you know bullets are shooting at okay. the front, and but you know, not enough to where he's exposed. Right. So yeah. I imagine you still, since you kind of have to be out of it a little bit, you've got like some like goggles or something, right? Like, yeah. Got, like maybe some met, welding goggles. Dude, like literally like, my profile in roll 20. So right. yeah, I figured something Perfect. like that. Yep. Yep. I like that. That works for me. Yeah. I think that's good. So yeah, this, this is the last guy, even though his, his vehicle is probably faster than the horses in total. He, he's the one pulling up the rear and you see him go by as well. Uh, this is the appropriate size. The video I just sent in the chat. I okay. feel like we yeah. should kind of like that. Definitely yep. like lower it <laughs> before you listen. Yeah. I like the, I like the idea though. Yeah. Yeah. This looks good. That's fun. This looks very good to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very much so. Okay. So uh, eventually you're all basically at the same speed and making your way toward, uh, you'll cross over the Uinta County line not too long from then. Uh, but Houston Hill is still a little ways away. Uh, what do you all want to do as you make this journey? Well, dead air. <laughs> well, I would probably just be riding silently unless somebody engages. So, okay. All right. I will engage. Understandably, understandably um, riding horses and driving a vehicle, given that you're not in like a carriage or something, it's not really easy to like look over documents or anything like that. But if they, I guess what I should have said is if there's something specific you want to do or talk about, this would be the time to do it. I would imagine, Kaz, that your character Fletcher may be interested in some of my ramblings. Who's Fletcher? Fletcher. <laughs> Fletcher. Sorry. 
Thatcher. 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 God damn it. Thatcher. I'm Thatcher. Thatcher. I'm so sorry. I'm Lenny. I'm Lenny. God. Oh, God. I'm so tired. Oh, man. I'm done yeah. with these 12 hour days, man. Wait, you, what question are you asking? I, I imagine your character that, you know, is interested in stories would be interested in some of my characters' theories. Oh, I've been listening to your wild mad ass the whole way. <laughs> like, I'm absolutely <laughs> writing down every word you're saying. You gonna you gonna try to write while you're riding a horse? Oh yeah, it ain't it ain't legible, but I just can't help myself. <laughs> At this point, I've learned horse shorthand. So like, as horse I'm moving shorthand. <laughs> I think that's actually called short hoof. So, <sighs> let, all right, let me consult my horse. Yeah, I think he agrees. He He's fine with it. Like yes to me. Yeah, yep. so I'm I'm riding in short hoof. Like I ain't missing a beat. Sure, uh, <laughs> Killian Fern. What about you? I'm, Again, I'm just gonna ride quietly unless someone speaks to me. Well, he did say he was gonna engage. So yeah, I I'll, to double I'll, back I'll, I'm gonna ride up next to her and just inquire why a. Uh, why a lass like her is out here on this mission instead of tending her horses back home. She doesn't fit the type that I normally work with. Because like everyone else here, I was asked to help. In the past, all they've done is come and get horses from me. This time they apparently want me on the job for some reason. Is this your first time out in the field? So to speak, yes. (laughs) He shakes his head and just rides a little faster. (laughs) (laughs) He, he got the info um, he needed. <laughs> the journey continues maybe a little longer than you were anticipating. Uh, you in particular, Fern, were under the impression again that, that not that you've spent any time in Houston Hill, but given the geography of the location, it shouldn't be more than, like you said, maybe an hour or two's ride at most. Um, but the sun is definitely much lower in the sky as you kind of wind your way through these kind of a forest. It really becomes forest paths, basically, into these spruce and pine trees. Smells wonderful, feels great, nice, crisp, uh, cold air. Um, but it is taking longer than than you thought. Um, not so much that you feel like you're lost or that you're off track necessarily, but it's just that kind of thing where, you know, when you go a place and, and it seems like it, it takes longer or shorter to get there, but then when you go back, it's the opposite. Like when you leave from that place, it's the time either slows down or speeds up the opposite of whichever it was before. It's kind of the same thing. You anticipated that the, the journey there was going to be the fast one. And yet this seems to be the slow ride um, such that again, by the time that you manage to all, all make your way kind of out of the, the, the main collection of trees, the main forest, um, and into something of a clearing, uh, the sun is is starting to, to sink down. And if you'll take a look in the old text for babies, I've got a little something Hell for you to take thing. a look at there. So um, take away the carriage and imagine your own uh, rides there and then take a listen to this because this is what you would be as you're <clears throat> seeing this of what you might uh, imagine is kind of our narration. So pretty much as you crest uh, like a, a little bit of a, a hill, um, you see it in front of you. There it is. 
a dark mass of buildings huddled under the mountain shoulder. That's what that large stone is there. This is a place they call Headstone Hill, or Heaston Hill, if you're proper. That sharp black slab of Terrytown Bench looms over it, and beyond, the high Uinta Mountains, ragged against a cobalt sky. From here, you can see the town's main street ablaze with electric light. I'll say that again. Electric light. It verges on miraculous. But you also notice how strangely that light is flickering. And how even from this distance, every shadow grows deeper and more suspicious in its presence. Just even looking at the place puts a little tingle, if not a chill, in your spine. But... That is where Agent George Reed vanished. And so that is where you've got to go. And that is where we call it for tonight. Yeah. You right on oh. into Tampa. Yeah. Choo choo uh, my fucking guitar. <laughs> Uh, I think I told you guys this before, but but real quick, uh, you can kind of see in the image there. Again, the place is properly named Heaston Hill, uh, but someone keeps carving in a D and an E in the word <laughs> Heaston so that it reads Headstone Hill. Yeah. Um, and as you see now, the the bench, what is supposed to be called the Terrytown Bench, but that that big high uh, looming rock over it does look an awful lot like a like a tombstone there. So yeah. Anywho, that's going to do it for us tonight here on PZ85 Plays, but we've got lots more good stuff coming your way. Shannon, it's a holiday tomorrow. Oh, it surely is. And I would actually like to take a moment here for a second um, because I know she's listening, and I want to send out a a early Valentine's Day uh, wish to my Valentine, Sandra Bullock. Um <laughs> Wait, where's the applause? Uh, yeah, let me let me give, give me some applause here. Thank you. Um, yeah. I'm not saying that it's getting serious, oh but I'm not not saying it either. So, Sandra, here's to you. <laughs> um, so since none of that had to do with the show tomorrow, we're continuing. Do- doesn't it, Hunter? Doesn't it? <laughs> it is. It is rom-com February. <laughs> what Shannon's alluding to is our, our previous episode from last week. One of the only episodes we were able to do last week, and definitely the only one I was on, which was uh, while you were sleeping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, after that episode, after we did that episode, I have now switched my phone background to Sandra Bullock. Um, <laughs> I can't get enough of her. And confirm. Yeah, it's pretty pretty sad, Um, honestly. Tomorrow night we're covering uh, actually another '90s uh, rom-com classic, Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan. It's it's you've got mail. Um, So we'll be talking about that then on on Valentine's Day itself. Uh, Thursday night, Lindsay. What do we got? I have no idea yet because I haven't even thought about it. Ooh, what if we what if we did um, our five five worst valentine's gifts that we could ever get no we'll think of something valentiney i don't want to say what's your what's your five like what's your five fantasy valentines because some of us are married and don't think that way like me (laughs) i think that way well we do but it's all about the same person right mine's never the same person i don't don't tell you man Uh, i mean you could put sarah down five times it's going to be a boring show about the third turn um (laughs) boring for whom Everyone but you and Sarah. Um, uh, and Friday, uh, Friday, we'll do horse stuff. 
That didn't sound good. Despite the fact that this, you have this to now say also it like sometimes that? feels like uh, its own little horse time. Well, <laughs> tis the season. Hey, you chose the game. That's right. That's true. I was bullied into this. Let's game, uh, I love this game. let's bring let's bring Jesse in to see what he thinks. Jesse, yeah, real quick before we go, Jesse, before we get out of here, what should our top five be on on Friday on Thursday? Dark gray mist. Yeah, we had a a whole episode where I recommended some top fives. All right. Well, we're saying goodbye well, to Jesse. There's no that. help. Goodbye, Jesse. Well, he just pointed you to a reference. <laughs> he's, he's out of here. He's not wrong, though. We did do that. <laughs> but it, it is it is the day after Valentine's Day. Yeah, I would like to. Job. I would like to do. Oh, yeah. maybe we could do our five favorite romances in movies, TVs, whatever. Fiction, yeah, yeah. Okay. So five Worst, fictional couples, five or Worst even, fictional breakups. They don't even <laughs> Twilight. Uh, anyway, ooh, five, yeah, five favorite fictional couples, or just like they don't have to be couple couples, but as long as there's there's sparks, yeah, non human, non human, yeah. Yeah. yeah, five favorite fictional romantic relationships. And then I yeah, have uh, I have alien. a surprise for Steven after the show. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, and then, as far as I know, unless something changes, we are back next Tuesday. We should be, God willing, back on our regular schedule. Unless they throw me in jail, Shannon, and Shannon. the horror. Don't you interrupt me, you motherfucker! No, way. go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I already have my top five. Can I be on the show? Yes, sure. yes, you yes. can. I don't know why I'm so quick about you. it. Oh. Thank yeah. <laughs> All right. So narrowing them down. Teaser for the show this week. Steven's going to be on talking about his five favorite couples: Master Chief and Big Boss, uh, John Dark Souls, John and John Elden Ring. John Elden Ring with those Elden coins. The playable Jesus. Playable Jesus. <laughs> okay, let's cut it off, guys. Yeah, next Tuesday, it. we'll see you back here for more horror at Headstone Hill. Until then, for Kaz, for Lindsay, for Shannon, and for Steven, I'm your game master, Double H. Um, stay out of Terrytown. <laughs>